everybody, welcome to this Board Game Life episode number 53, titled Gen Con Conquered. This is a show about gaming, board gaming, anything else you want to talk about. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob. And with me, as always, I got my good buddy, Mark. Actually, should I even be saying your name? I should say, I got my good buddy, then that's your cue. What? What? Oh, sorry. I no. was. I'm so tired. I'm... I'm exhausted. Oh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. What up, Rob? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing good. Um, I'm. I am tired. I will say that. I bet you. Oh, I thought. Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, actually, I was a little more tired. Thursday night. Thursday yeah. night was worst for me. Uh, it probably was for you as well. The rest of the days weren't too bad, but oh. uh, but yeah, something just happened recently. Yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing we've been talking about for the past uh, I don't know, couple weeks, couple months. Yeah, yeah. So we are here uh, on the heels of Gen Con, so we're recording this on. Um, the 7th of August, August 7th, 2023. Gen Con just ended yesterday, uh, the 6th. So it ran through August 6th, 3rd through the 6th. And I don't think either of us, so we were both out, out there on the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th. I, I didn't right. go yesterday. We I usually don't go on Sunday. Did, no, did you? I, no, We yeah. didn't either. No, we were, we were trying to relax, spend some time with, with some other friends and uh, just mm-hmm. packing up because uh, we had a late flight out on Sunday and yeah, just uh, yeah, it was a lot of packing though. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. bet I had to run out and buy uh, several large suitcases. <laughs> yeah, you warned me. Well, I did. I said, I said you're crazy. Yeah, you told me I, I you told me I was gonna spend a lot of money and oh yeah empty suitcases and I was like whatever I'm just coming <laughs> to experience it. Well I did experience it, that's for sure. <laughs> and I'm sure your uh credit card experienced a lot of uh Dude, experiences I, as well. Yeah. I won't even look at it. Yeah. I'm afraid to look at it. And honestly, I'm really surprised that my credit card company did not contact me. <laughs> oh and go yeah because it's like fraudulent all of a sudden your card's being used halfway across the country massive amounts of times yeah. <laughs> some for very large amounts of money mm-hmm. oh but uh wow what a trip man yeah so <laughs> what what a trip so you know i i think we can just dive into the gen con stuff right now don't even bother with what happened last couple of weeks. We can touch on some of that later or since our last show. Um, this is like the post Gen Con episode. So how'd it go? I mean, um, you know, you were coming in from Seattle, going into, uh, going into Indy. How, how'd, it, how'd it go for you? Um, it would have been a perfect weekend if it wasn't so humid. <laughs> that's oh. my only complaint man it where was, was it humid? humid oh really uh, okay yeah well you you and Braun and frankly y'all live there 
right there in the you know Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Yeah. You guys are used to that. You know, to you guys, it probably wasn't humid. No, it felt I was, normal. Yeah. I was dying. My daughter and I were just like, it's so hot. Um, and uh, and I know it wasn't like Franco was like, hey, two weeks ago, they were having a heat wave and it was really miserable. And he's like, we all feel very comfortable. I'm just like, I'm so hot. I just couldn't get cool. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. But um, no, it was um, it was what I expected. I think, and I think it was, and more, it, 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 it wasn't like, I think that the, the thing for me was we were there for three solid days for many, many hours, 12 plus you mean hours at the show. Yeah. At the yeah. show. And there was things we were talking about. Like, I think I was that Saturday night when all of us were at Franco's house that evening and it was like oh did you see this right no i was on the second floor of the convention center there was more than one floor (laughs) it was like yeah "Yeah, did you go into any of the hotels no (laughs) what was happening in the hotels oh you should and then i'm talking with people on the flight home oh my gosh everyone on that plane i saw just about everyone it was ever it was just I was just talking to people I don't know because I'd see it. They'd have their bag of games or they'd have a, a shirt on or the, you know, or their, their, their badge or something. It was just like Gen Con, right? And they're like, yep. <laughs> it's just our conversations. But uh, one of the guys was like, oh, did you go over to the third floor of the Marriott to there's like some thing there. It's like, I don't even remember what it was. There were so many things that like I didn't even get to see. And I mean, I went to I did go to the stadium. Um, and, uh, but really the only thing we saw there was we just went to the board game library, but we, we really didn't check out what was all the other stuff that was there, but it looks right. like a lot of people playing stuff, but yeah. Cause there was the stuff in the suites and yeah, we never went to that yeah. level. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the main area, pretty, there was, isn't it, isn't it cool to be in the floor of the stadium? Yeah, I mean it was it was neat to go in there. Uh, my daughter thought it was really cool because she'd never been in one. Yeah. Um, well, she's been in the Tacoma Dome. Um, that's where their high school does the graduation. But she's like, and I was like, she's like, well, I've never been in a stadium. I'm like, you've been in the Tacoma Dome. She's like, well, no, I never been like in a, you know, like seen a sporting event, like a large sporting event or a concert and. You know, and I'm like, well, now you can say you've been in an NFL stadium. (laughs) She thought it was really neat and it was a really nice stadium. Um, And it was it was neat to be down on the floor because I remember we were sitting there playing a couple of games and I was like looking up and just kind of looking around. And I'm just like, this big place can't imagine being down here, you know, playing football in front of all these people watching you. Yeah. But really, really really nice stadium i've been in a lot and i was very impressed with uh was it lucas lucas oil lucas oil stadium yeah for the indianapolis colts a very very nice place so but the 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 convention place the convention center was so gigantic man i'm just like i i don't think we even saw everything on the main floor I still know there was things I missed. Yep. 
it's just, there's so much. And then there's so many people and then you're getting, you're trying to see something. And then it's like, you're okay. We're going to go up this aisle and down that we're just going to do the uh, start with aisle 100 and work our way to, was it 3000? I think that was the high end. Yeah. Of, of the main, um, like retail area, their ex exhibit hall, whatever you want to call it. Is there really anything else other that matters than the retail space? <laughs> it depends. I mean, honestly, that's where we spend all our time. Depends, yeah, it depends on what you're into. And um, uh, on, a, on a quick side note, uh, they did say today that, uh, yeah, the attendance was over seventy thousand. So it was yep. over seventy thousand, and I guess they extended their not the the lease, but they extended their agreement to stay in Indy through 2030. Oh, nice. So it will be Indy for like the next seven years. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. I mean, just like, so we were like going down like row 100 and then you go to the end and you turn around and come down 200. Next thing you know, you're like in 500 and you're like, yeah, wait a minute, I was going to see something in 300. How do we miss it? Like, how did we skip rows? Yeah. So we went it's... back the second day and I was like, wait, we were at the end. We got through it. But then it was like, we started at the opposite end. It was like, wait a minute, we didn't see any of this. How did we miss? We missed like five, five to 10 rows somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. There's so much going on and you get distracted and you're like, Ooh, I got to see this. Yep. And, off you yeah, go. <laughs> and some of those areas they're rather large. So like the booths, yep. whatever you want to call it, they they span a couple areas. So it's really easy to, you know, let's say if you're going down aisle three hundred, you know, all of a sudden you come out the other side on five hundred. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you totally skip four hundred and yeah. But it it was um I did not expect to spend the money I did. <laughs> I knew it I knew it could be a problem because I know how I am. And um I do have FOMO and I do see something yeah, we all do. shiny we all and do. I want it. Um but uh yeah, it was uh, worse than I expected. But I will say this, I've been seeing on the Board Game Geek Facebook group that people have been posting pictures of their halls. And I'm oh. like sweet i'm like i'm like small potatoes <laughs> i bought 15 games and then a crud ton of um i dumped a lot of money at meeple source booth for mm-hmm. um component upgrades to wingspan dice throne and lords of Waterdeep, and um i spent a lot of money there and um so but I only bought 15 games and actually I didn't even buy 15 games because three of them came from you. Cause you brought me two from your personal collection to, to give to me. And then you got one at the show that you already had. So you gave that to me and then we won, my daughter won a game and then yeah. we did a, um, a, the stupid, stupid, 
post play the game and show a video of you playing it oh, yeah. post it on video media and tag it and then we'll give you the retail game for free it was wasn't even worth it but i did it because it's like it's a free game right you got to do it <laughs> what it was terrible it was so stupid yeah. so i really only bought 10 games but then i did have to buy two more that one of them you we played it there but you, they didn't have it for sale but you could buy it like I don't know why they didn't have it there because it's already released. It was an exploding kittens, um, good versus evil. It's like, but they did have these little cards that you could scan the 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 code or the um, oh, what's that stupid thing called? You know those weird looking barcodes. QR code. QR code. Thank you. You could scan that and then you get like ten or fifteen percent off by ordering it directly from them. So. But then you pay shipping on it, so kind of <laughs> it's like whatever. But um, so that's that's on the way, and then I think I think Jay picked up Waffle Time, yeah, and my daughter was playing with one of his daughters, and she didn't tell me until we were on the plane back. I really wish we would have picked up Waffle Time. I'm like, wait, where <laughs> did she play? Was it Saturday did, night? I thought uh, she was. In, I thought she was in her room. They played it at the convention when we were sitting there at the table playing Castles of Burgundy. Oh, they did? Oh, I didn't know they did that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were sitting there playing Waffle Time, and, and I saw them playing yeah. it, um, and uh, I was like, well, I, like, I would have got it yeah. for you. So I yeah. had to order it. So, But it's at, was like it's not out yet, So, but it comes out this month. Yeah. But, like, we could have had it. Could have had it before. We have to, Now we got to wait like the layman's. <laughs> All the normies got to get it when they do. We could have been special. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know, it used to be the games would come out in uh, at Gen Con, and then they wouldn't hit retail until like December. So if you're getting it this month, that's actually a good deal. Yeah, it releases I think on the 23rd of this month. So, so I did. So I'm I did. A, you know, technically, I don't know. Does it count? Because I didn't buy it at Gen Con, but because of Gen Con, we buying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I guess I paid for twelve games and ended up with seventeen total. Okay, so, there you go. What did you? What was your count? I don't think you did it as crazy as me, but um, actually, maybe I did. I don't count because we don't we don't speak of those things. I just acquire and then they <laughs> go places in the house. Oh, no, but the guy... I, go ahead. Yeah, I, I didn't officially look, but uh, in terms of just getting, man, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> A couple two three. Actually, I know you had a couple two no, three. Yeah, actually, now now you're gonna make me look here. Just talk for like the next thirty seconds while I look real quick. I got them all in a stack. Right, thirty seconds. Yeah, a stack on yeah. the floor because there's no yeah. shelf room. Exactly. Exactly. I'll be right back. So while he's looking, I will explain why I have FOMO and where FOMO really hurt me. Uh, I am on. So I know Rob and I both wanted to get Planet Unknown. And we both missed like the Kickstarter that that was going on. 
And it's finally like coming into stores, but it's like really hard to get. It's one of those that they're just really hard to get. So the company that makes the game, I think Adam's Apple Games, they are doing a new Kickstarter for Planet Unknown, but it's they're going to be the like deluxe edition Kickstarter edition, but it's also going to include their new upcoming Super Moon expansion. So it's going to be like the the original game, but with all the the um, expansion packs and everything in it. Plus, one of the issues, I guess, with the Planet Unknown original release was when you put all your tiles into the Lazy Susan, it's great until you tip the box up, then all the pieces fall out. So the new one that Rob and I are going to get in next year has a cover over over the Lazy Susan to keep your pieces in place. So I've already got this kickstarted. It's a very nice, expensive one. And gosh darn it, wouldn't you know it, they had the game at at Gen Con. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. It's like, I'm going to go see it because I'm like, okay, they're going to demo it. Let me take a look at it. I'm kind of curious. And then I'm sitting there going, oh, man, they've got it for sale. Like, yeah, but it's supposed to come out like March of next year. It's like, what, eight months away? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, but I want it. I want it. So I'm like, oh, you want I it justified. now? <laughs> I want it now. Fear of missing out. I got the FOMO for the darn thing. And I was even thinking, okay, I'm going to get this, but I got all these games. Am I even going to get this thing played before my Kickstarter one shows up? And I'm like, probably not. But I'll just give this one away to someone. And now it's sitting nice on my shelf. I'm looking right at it. It's got its own cube. <laughs> it's facing out. And uh, I'm happy and it'll probably get, it'll probably not get pulled off the shelf again until I replace it with the super moon version. No, I, I am going to learn that one. I I have to, it's like, okay, I've got to get this one played. But again, that's like how this, like just seeing it there and like, oh, you can touch it. It's like all of a sudden it's like, I've got to have it because you can't find it in the store type of thing. It's like, I see yeah. it's in front of you. You got to get it while you can. And Oh yeah. And so. it was even worse years ago because a lot of these titles would only get like one, two, 3000 copy print runs. So yeah. if you didn't get it, like a perfect example is there's a game called uh, palaces of Carrera. This was a Z-Man title. Man, I don't even know when it came out. Probably like six, seven, eight years ago. I had it in my hands at Gen Con. Uh, And I was looking at it like it was like 40 bucks. And I'm like, eh. You know, I spent so much money. I'll wait on this one. And I put it back. It sold out at the con and sold out was sold out everywhere did not get and it was a game that was not going to get a reprint oh no and actually uh what uh game brewer did a reprint kind of an upgrade reprint just this year and i picked up uh i kickstarted it at least i think i kickstarted it i did get it <laughs> that's good <laughs> the like, box you're not is missing right over it here again. yeah and but that's the thing it's like there's very often if it's a hot game you know it uh, 
you know, it might not be readily available or available for another year. Things have changed a lot, though. They're not quite as bad as they used to be, and stuff gets reprinted more often. And you could argue that if a game's really good, it's going to be reprinted. If it's not that great, then it's not going to get a reprint. So, you know, maybe you're missing not missing out if it doesn't get a reprint. But yeah. but that's that's the lure, you know. Yeah. It's like and, you have it in your hands and you might not ever see it. Yeah. What are you gonna say? No. No, I'm just saying, yep, I agree. Yeah. 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 So what what what's your number? What's your count? So actually I can just rattle them off real quick because it's not that big of a list. So I got Spellbook. Um, the Princes of Florence, uh, Waffle Time, Number Drop, um, Barcelona, and well, I can't read the title from here, but it's um, it's a Ravensburger title. The one, uh, it's a it's a Roland Wright, Istanbul, okay. I think. Yeah, I think it's Istanbul, Roland, right? Or something in right. It's not roll. It's it's another word. Yeah. And I need my friggin' binoculars or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only like 20 feet away. <laughs> I can't read the title from here. But yeah, that's all that I got. And so I legit bought one, two, three, four of them. No, five of those, one more. Oh, and I got Uno Ultimate. So I got oh, yeah. five. And then Waffle Time and Number Drop I got from the AEG Big Game Night. Okay. So. And you so also that, got Tiny Towns, which you gave over to me because you have it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So as part of it. So. at Well, let me talk about AEG's Big Game Night. So that's one thing I freaking love. I it's a must, must go to every Gen Con. It's usually Friday night, runs from eight till midnight. You don't have to stay there the entire time. But generally what happens is like this time around, it was 38 bucks to buy a ticket. It's a ticketed event. Uh, it sells out immediately. So you got to get it right away. Over there, they told us it sold out within the first two hours. Uh, somehow, I think it sold out quicker than that because I thought I got it yeah. pretty quick. I because I had like pre-ordered like I had put my request in before the things went live because you know mm-hmm. you're like make your requests yeah. and you know boom it kicked off and it just came back like a couple hours later and it's like nope you didn't get in and that was the only thing I was trying to get into oh wait yeah because didn't they have a thing where it was like the housing where it's like okay your slotted time because it starts at like noon on a Sunday. Your slotted time to be able to log in and buy tickets is 4 p.m. on Thursday. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, killing me. So. But, uh, but yeah, so, but the cool thing about that is you go over there and then they have tons and tons of volunteers that, uh, that basically walk you through playing games. So, they so we there was four of us we played uh shake that city number drop waffle time and 
deep dive. So we were taught by our own person uh, those four games. We played complete games. Actually, I don't think we finished. We did not finish Shake That City. We stopped that one early. But the others we we completed completely. We wound up staying there almost until like midnight. So I think we left a little bit after 1130. Uh as you know, like when you're sitting there playing, time just flies by. It did not seem like we had been there for four hours. But it does uh, pretty quick, yeah. Yeah. And then uh once you're done, you turn in your wristband and then you get a box of games or a bag of games because they stopped doing the boxes a couple years ago. So we got Tiny Towns, which they gave out in 2019. So they did that one. They did number drop and then they did waffle time. Um, so I was thinking that they would be giving us a copy of num- uh, Shake That City, which I was kind of looking forward to. I was thinking of buying it at the AEG booth because uh-huh. I didn't kickstart it because it was a Kickstarter release. Uh, from uh, earlier this year, or late last year. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to buy anything AG because this happened to me before where I bought a game and then we got it. They free. give it to you. <laughs> yeah, well, not free. We got it as part of the big game night. So I held off. And then once I played the um, Shake That City, I'm like, you know, I'm fine with not getting this one. Yeah. it was a, It was a good game. It's actually kind of cool because you have these little cubes in this little shaker thing. So you kind of like shake this shaker thing and then you depress this tab and then it deposits nine cubes in a three by three pattern on the table, you know, really nicely spaced. And then, you know, you build a city kind of off of that orientation um, in front of you. but. yeah, it was um it's a good game, but I'm fine not having it if that makes sense. So, but then we got a copy of Tiny Towns, which I passed on to you. The other games that we had there, uh Number Drop, not my speed. It's like a you know, it's like a very puzzly Tetris or Polyamino uh game with numbers. Okay. It's okay. Um, not really fun for me. It's just very like abstract and mechanical. It's probably a great puzzle game just for sitting there and like sorting things out, but yeah, not my speed. Deep Dive loved it, but I didn't pick it up. I'm like, I can get it later. If I see it in a store, I'll pick it up. But uh, love that game. That is, let me explain it really quick. It's a really small game. It's got tons of these little pieces, and there's five, wait, one, four or five different groups of, I think it was five, five different groups of pieces. And basically, what you're doing is you're a penguin that is diving into the water through the five different levels trying to catch food you know fish and whatever else shrimp Uh 
and mixed in those five groups of tiles. So, you know, you start about level one, two, three, four, five, five being the deepest. You start off with level one and work your way down. You know, basically you take a, a tile from level one, then you go to two, then three, then four, then five. The rewards on five, of course, are higher than the rewards on level one. But in level five, there's more baddies, right? There's more yeah. predators. And basically what you're doing is, you know, you are trying to collect food, which, you know, ultimately scores you points and trying not to bust by catching or being caught by a predator. And there's like bubbles and rocks and various like obstacles and things like that that do different things. But it was actually a lot of fun and it helped that I freaking annihilated everybody. I mean, that always helps. <laughs> so that's that's why you liked it. <laughs> yeah, I totally, to use the video game or the teenage term, puned. <laughs> I pwned everybody. <laughs> or as I say, puned. But uh, I kicked everybody's butt, which uh, made uh, the playing oh so sweet. But really good game, fun, light. Anybody can play it. Uh, highly recommend that one. And then we also played Waffle Time, which I was not expecting to like. Uh, that one basically, because did you see it when your daughter was playing? Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's like you have a waffle and then you have like berries and strawberries and uh, cherries and bananas and whipped cream. And you put them down on your waffle and you try to put and you have syrup as well, which you put, which are these little um, plastic, um, not cubes, but these little plastic blobs, like, I guess. Yeah. Um, drops <laughs> drops yeah that's better um that you put on the various things and there's various ways to score depending on the orientation and how you get things down and then you count down it's like you know how many of this did you do how many of that did you do how many syrups do you have on there how many whipped creams um and uh i i really actually enjoyed that one so i'm glad i got that as part of the uh, the game night package you know it would have been nicer to switch out number drop for deep dive but well what you gonna do but uh yeah that was big game night like i said it uh oh and that was in so traditionally they've had big game night uh usually i think in hall d in the big you know the big hall that's got all the tables you know that's where we were, we were hanging out right most of the time. So it was in there in one of the corners usually. It's like really loud, hard to hear and stuff. So this year they moved it into one of the club rooms uh, in the stadium. So much better. Million yeah. times better. And uh, I, I really hope that they continue to do that from uh, moving forward as much, much better than being in the big hall. Cool. But uh yeah, so yeah, that's my little chatty chat about uh, Big Game Night. I totally forgot what we were talking about before. I think we were talking about the games that I got. But yep. uh, yeah, Princes of Florence, Waffle Time, yeah, um, Spellbook, which I didn't even get a chance to look at hardly. And uh, Uno Ultimate, which was kind of a surprise for me because I didn't think I'd be buying an Uno game at Gen Con. <laughs> yeah, I was. I will say I was surprised. Yeah, 
but it's actually good. It's it's a fun little game. I was really uh-huh. I was really surprised. I'm, I'm, there's like <laughs> so many versions of Uno. Like it's like Uno this, Uno that. It's like and like I used to play all these Uno games with my son and stuff when he was younger, and uh, you know. Uno is what it is. <laughs> this is this is actually a little bit cooler because so they had let me talk about that real quick. It's so it was Uno with superheroes. So they had a DC version and a Marvel version, and you know different superheroes, right? Depending on the version, right? Mm-hmm. DC and Marvel, and uh, I picked up the Marvel version. And like any got, self-respecting person would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got <laughs> and th- so the the base set basically has four decks of of uh, cards in there. So it has, I think, Captain Marvel, Hulk, Captain America. I think it is, and um, Black Panther lady i i'm not sure what her name is and then i also picked up spider-man add-on and miles morales because my son really likes uh spider-man so i picked up those two so uh, basically what you do is you play the game it's like uno and you have your deck of cards as your character so you get you know the normal actions like or most of the normal actions that you have from a lot of you know the uno games you know there's like the reverse there's a skip right that kind of thing and uh basically you're like battling it out so it's like like a superhero battle lightly based with uno so it's light it's easy enough to pick up and if somebody's played uno before they kind of know half the rules and then it's got the superhero stuff like the superpowers and various abilities that just make it a little more interesting so i would really say that it's like a gamer's version of uno and it's a fun little light game that's cool. So anyway, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and then I also wanted, and of course, I didn't mention it in this, uh, but uh, I also got a copy of Thunder Road Vengeance. Yeah. Thanks to my good buddy, Mark. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. I guess I'll talk about, because I mentioned how many I bought, but I didn't say what I bought. Mm-hmm. So you, I did mention I bought Planet Unknown. So, but my absolute favorite game was Thunder Road Vendetta. And Rob has a copy because mm-hmm. I went on the very first day on Thursday. I saw this game and it was one I had seen on Kickstarter or seen somewhere before, you know, and it looked interesting, but it was like, you know, I just, I, I really had my doubts. It's like a car wars type of game. 
And so I went and saw the, they hit the demo and I was watching people, you know, play it. And then they left and I, I got, I stood up, I walked up and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll play this and kind of got taught. Um, sort of, I, I will say this about Gen Con. I did have, I think one uh, against Gen Con and not the weather in the retail area. I would really appreciate it if these companies would hire people to demo these games and have them actually understand the rules of the game. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've had several of them that didn't know, couldn't answer questions. I had one lady go, well, we just learned it last night. Yeah. (laughs) And was, you know, looking at the rule book, you know, I had that several times and this was one of them actually, where the guy was like, didn't, didn't know a lot and was actually giving us wrong information. But, I was, I still was, I still enjoyed the game. They were selling their, um, maximum Chrome edition, which was like their Kickstarter edition special thing, but they were out. Um, and the lady was like, but you can get the base game and we have all the expansions and all that. And I said, well, and I was like, I'll just take the base game. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. That was expensive enough. And I'm like, you know, let me, why dump all of it into it? If I really haven't even played a game, I just did a, like one round. But we were all having a lot of fun with it. So I bought that. And um, then what happened was Franco, who I was staying with him and his family at his house, um, he was looking at it and was looking at my game box. And he's like, I was looking at this too. I saw that. So the next day he went back and he demoed it. And he ended up buying a copy. And so that night, he broke it out and we played it at his house and it was, Oh my gosh, did we have so much fun? And so the next morning I was just like, you know what? I want the big edition with all the stuff. And I'm like, I'm going for that first thing in the morning because what would happen is they, they, you know, I'm, I'm, most people listening to this probably know, but a lot of popular games sell out. And this was one like this Vendetta edition or this, um, sorry, Max Chrome edition. They only had so many every day. So on Saturday, the last day I was there, I went straight there. We were there when the doors opened. Well, we were there every day. But even that doesn't guarantee you getting what you want because people are like vultures, man, with one, you know, man, they'd knock over an old lady with a with a baby in her arm to get out of the way to get. But. So I did go by the time I got there. Now we, the door, we were at the main door and it was like right in front of where I needed to go. And I got to the booth and the freaking line, there was already just insanely long. And by the time I finally found the end of the line, the guy that was standing there was like, Oh, I'm, I think we're out already. Uh, and, and about that time, a guy come around the corner and he was handing out these little coupons, like guarantee, you know, you'd get that. And he's like, Oh, hold on. And the guy got to me and still had tickets, but um, there was only six left after me. And then I stood in line for the next 45 minutes. I was guaranteed a copy at that point. Um, And I had sent uh, Franco wanted another game that I wanted called sky team. So I sent my daughter with him because I'm like, here's, here's money. Here's cash. Here's a credit card. Um, I'll, I'll buy this one with my watch. You go get in line and (laughs) get me a copy. Cause I'm like, they won't, they won't sell two to him. So right. I'm like, you go get my copy of Sky Team. If, if, and that was another one we've been trying for all three days to get. 
Yep. So we they were headed to that one on the third day, and they were supposed to have a bunch on Saturday, which they did. Um, but uh, anyways, so yeah, I did end up buying the Max Chrome Edition, and and so I gave my copy to Rob, and then Rob and Jay and all you know everybody we were had all of us were at Franco's that last night, and we played this again. And oh my gosh, it was even better. It was just like it was so much more fun. And I got to tell you, Rob, I wish all of you had gotten the Chrome edition. I opened it up today and I went through it. And this box is so nicely designed. So I, I don't know if you saw the the base box. I don't know if you, I, you probably haven't opened yours yet, but you you saw yeah, the one yeah, we were playing I punched with. it already. Yeah. Okay. There's really you know it's like put some stuff in a baggie and throw it in the box, right? The the Chrome edition has, and you remember when I had the box, it was all sealed, and there was like all these things like cardboard underneath the box, outside of the box, but it was in the shrink wrap. Remember on my edition, the big okay, so. That was a lot of the cardboard to punch out. It was all of the road tiles and you punched out, you know, the edging of it. But then when I opened the box, there was like four trays, four plastic trays stacked in there on top of each other. And on the very bottom one, it was cut out perfectly to lay the road tiles right in there. One on top of each other. They all fit perfect. Then you put the next tray on and it's like, there's slots for all of the damage cards uh, or the tokens and the um, road hazard tokens. And they all have slots to sit in. There's slots for the cards. They fit when sleeved. I sleeved everything. Um, all of the cards fit in there perfectly, like just perfect. And then you put the next tray on and it has all the the, the card the, the, the cards for or the, not the cards, but the car info, the dashboard like things with the command boards, um, all the, the two additional. Um, so it makes the game go to six players instead of four. Um, one of them adds like five motorcycles. The other one gets like a big rig. Um, and, uh, and then the top one has all the cars, helicopters, motorcycles, rig, Everything in, and it's, they're plastic trays. They're not, you know, they're just cheap, cheap plastic trays, but that one has a plastic cover over the top of it. All the dice, all the cars all have their own little slot. So they go right in a spot and stay there. The dice are right there in a little spot. Everything is like, I was like, this is so well thought out. And then it all stacks on top. It's got the lid on the top and it just, it's like, this is so nice. And then I was, as I was sleeving the cards, there's the, oh, so you know how we have the command where you got that command section that allows you to do like calling a helicopter an airstrike or repair damage yeah. mm -hmm. or you know those things so this this addition gives you like these character driver cards so there's like this it's a pretty good sized card but like you got a character at the top with a special ability and then the bottom is their command thing. So you don't even use the other command stuff. You use these special ones. And then you, you know, and then you can attach them to any of the other cars. So you can, you know, use the regular cars, the big rig or the motorcycles. 
Um, and I'm just like, oh, this is really cool. And some of the abilities on these car- these drivers is just like um, really, really cool. Like they just got some really neat stuff. And then there's all these cards, which I know you got a bunch of these cards as well. Yeah. Um, like the, yeah, they're, I think they're called the, ex- the extra ammo. Those you want to make sure you look at because those things are really cool. Um, they really got some really neat power-ups and types of things that you can do once like in your game. Um, but then one of the expansions that I got was called, Oh, I forgot what it was called, but it's like, um, like the chop shop or something to that effect. Yeah. And that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. And I was looking at some of them and there's one, it's like, you can now shoot backwards, like which you, you couldn't. And, and you can't in the base game, but right. this ability gives you the shoot backwards. Uh, there's another one that was like, you can shoot any adjacent uh, space. So completely in a 360 around you. Another one was like, if you, if you take, if someone shoots at you, uh, like you have your armored vehicle or something. So like if, if they hit you, they have to roll the attack die again. So basically it's like, yeah, you hit me, but I'm armored roll again and see if you can hit me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, there was one as well that was like negates the any on the attack die. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So like if you're in the small buggy. It's really hard to hit the small buggy because you have to hit there's on a six sided dice. There's only two options. You either hit the small. No, I think there was three. No, it was because, yeah, small, small, medium and any, right? Small, medium and any. That's correct. And that's it. So there's only two out of six chances. And the card says um, if your attacker rolls any, it's ignored. It's considered a miss. Okay. So now if you have the buggy, they have they only get one in six chance of attacking you. If you've got that, I'm like, and it's just like, there's so many different things. Like you have a helicopter that you can fire at two different enemies, you know, just like in one move or you get a bonus move and, or uh, some like give you an extra, you get the ability to use your command a second time. Like, Oh man, it's just, there's a lot more to the game. And I am so excited to get that to the table again. Oh yeah. Um, I will probably take a, I think of what I want to do is I was talking, when I was thinking about this, I was just going through it. Like I need to get a video. I need to, now that it's all boxed up and sleeved and everything's, I'm going to take like a video and I'm going to pull the lid off. I'm going to show you what this thing, I think you'll be pretty impressed. Okay. Um, I also picked up Dorf Romantic. Um, my daughter yeah. didn't like it, mm-hmm. but, and I didn't like the lady teaching it cause she didn't know it. Franco didn't like it because he was, it was a cooperative game and he's like, what's the point, you know? And I kind of get, I get it, but it was like, it reminded me of, um, Carcassonne. Yeah. But cooperatively we're all working to meet goals and stuff. And it's like when I walked away, cause I was going to get it, but my daughter's like, uh, 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 uh." and I was like, yeah, you know, cause she's kind of my biggest gamer here at the house with me mm-hmm. and she's leaving in a month for college. And I'm like, yeah, you know, why buy it? But the, I thought about it then that, that night and I went back the next day and I'm like, you know, I want to play more. It was enough that I'm like, 
I kind of like those games like Carcassonne, and this was very reminiscent of that. And I'm like, I kind of liked it. And I'm like, I want to play, I wanted to play it some more to see when we're doing it correctly, I think that's going to be better. And I'm like, it's got game of the year, right? It's got to be good. So I picked it up. Then I got a, I got this game. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't even know how this got in my luggage. Something called Fresco. I don't even. Oh, know I gave it. I gave it to you, dude. Come on. <laughs> I know. Um, I yeah. do have to ask. So you just handed me. A, you handed me Fresco, Lagranja, um, from your personal collection, and I was, of course, I didn't have to do anything with Lagranja because it was. I opened it up and it's like, oh, everything's punched. You know, this was something he's played. Fresco. I think you ended up with a second copy, so this was still in the shrink wrap. So I opened that up and I was, as I was punching it, I'm just like, what is this game? So you got to tell me, what is Fresco? Fresco? It's a, um, I'll, I'll say it's like a classic game. It's by Queen Games. See, Mark, Raph? Mark, Mark. That's Raph, sorry. Yeah, see, he, he knows. He's, he knows what's up. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, hold on. I'm going to mute while he keeps going. You can keep telling me about Fresco. Okay. Yeah, so Fresco is like a, a classic game. Came out like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And uh, basically, let's see if I remember right. You're like painters. Because Fresco, it's like, a, it's not like an art style or something. Anyway. It, it seems from, something like that. Yeah, it's like an art style from like France or uh, it's, I'm not like, gonna I, I, thought of, yeah, I don't no, remember I my high something. school history, sorry. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's like you're painting the ceilings of cathedrals. So, you know, just like how in Azul you're doing like the castle walls with tiles. This is kind of like uh-huh. you're painting like the ceilings or walls or whatever of I think it's ceilings of uh, of a cathedral okay. and you know it's um you know just uh, I remember it's got like different colors and like you have palettes and it's a, it's I haven't played it in like 10 years so it's I don't remember it too well but that's what I do remember but I do know that it was, I mean, it's long been like a classic game from the Queen lineup back in the day. Actually, let me, I'll look it up on BGG, see what its rate or rating is. I'm sure yeah, it's I was just, fallen. I was just looking and I was just like, I know it's going to be a great game. I mean, I have no doubt you, you definitely uh, know That's your stuff. 2010, and- by the way. Okay. Yeah, so, it's got a I'm seven. Yeah, it's a seven point on the geek ratings, which uh, which is decent. Yeah. Um. Oh man, maybe I should have kept it. It's ninety bucks on Amazon. Too bad. <laughs> Wish, I wish I wouldn't yeah. have taken it out of the wrap. I could have sold it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And no, Fresco, I wouldn't do that to you. 
players are master painters working to restore a fresco in a Renaissance church. So you decide what time you'd like to wake up for the day, as late as possible. The earlier you wake up, the earlier the turn order, the better options. Wake up too early, too often. And you're, I forgot about the waking up thing. Uh, wake up too early, too often. However, your apprentices will become unhappy and stop working efficiently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so 2011, tons of awards. Golden Geeks. Well, oh, I'm looking it, forward to, to trying and, it. And it was a uh, Spiel der Jahr uh, nominee in 2010. It yeah. did not win, but it was a nominee. Still got nominated. Yeah. Um, so then you also gave me Lagrangia. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, Flux the Board Game. Well, I did this not was give you something, that one. <laughs> no, no. This was something I, I didn't even know existed. And I was like, I saw that it was like going to be at the con. I was like, oh, good. I want to see this. Well, then it wasn't there. All they had were all their Flux card games. What, but, Flux the Board Game? Yeah, yeah, because that came out a long time ago. Like, I but I did I didn't years know that. back. Yeah, I just saw it listed in the somewhere on the that B uh, BGG Gen Con list. Oh yeah, twenty. So, but I wanted to see it ten years and ago, and I didn't see it. So then her and I went over to the stadium to do that board game library, mm-hmm. and we grabbed a couple games off the shelf and we're playing. Um, and when we got up to leave. Uh, right where we were checking out, I happened to look over and I saw these shelves that weren't the checkout stuff. It was just like uh, two shelves of some games sitting there and there was a list. It was like our prize winners. And I was like, oh, cool. They must be like people that are playing, you know, or coming over here. They're just like giving away like their old games from the library. Right. So I was like, I wonder what else is on the shelf. And I walked around the front to look at it and they had more people listed on the front. And my daughter's name was on there. And I was like, Haley, you won. And she's like, what? And I said, you won. She's like, what did I win? How did I win? <laughs> I said, I don't know to either of those, but it says you're a winner. Um, and basically we talked to them and they said, yep, you you won and you get to pick a game off the shelf, whichever you want. And it was all older stuff. The only thing I even recognized was Flux, the board game. And I was like, hey, that was one I was trying to find. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she's like, okay, we'll take that one. So. Uh, we've got it now in our collection. So, and she got nice. that one free. The box is in really rough shape, but it's all been taped yeah. up. And, but it was a free game. I, I'm, I, I'll have to see if everything's in it, but um, I imagine everything probably is there. Yeah. Um, but if not, at least we can see what it's sort of like, you know. But yeah. I do want to try it out, see what the board game version is like. Um, I got Tiny Towns from my oh, and it, Rob. That's a, I'm just looking here. I pulled it up on. BG, that's a Mensa recommended game. So yeah, it's out of your league. <laughs> oh, too, too hard for me. Um, just kidding, just kidding. I need to be playing uh, Uno, like some Uno, people I know. Muno, Ooh. yeah. Um, I also picked up King of Monster Island. Oh yeah, and yeah. we did play this there as well. We mm-hmm. after I bought it, we we went back to the table and set it up, and we got our butts handed to us yeah um 
that irritated me <laughs> how badly that monster beat us. Uh, to, so if you've played King of Tokyo, it's the new game from those people. And yellow. Um, I yeah, is that how you say it? Yellow. Yeah. Yellow. Say I always like, say I yellow. Like, like like Danny. <laughs> Danny uh, Aiello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yellow. Think of it. Yellow. Like, pro- pronounce it like the color. That's close enough. Okay. So. King of Monster Island is instead of it, you being cooperative, it's competitive. I'm sorry. Instead of it being competitive like the others, it's cooperative. So all of us are working. We're all monsters trying to take down like the big bad monster that's trying to open a portal to bring like all the monsters out to this island and destroy the world. And and it's freaking hard. It's really, really a tough game. Um, I would say it's on the level of like a forbidden insert location here desert island jungle sky um it's to me it's like on that level that the game is just they want it to be tough so i gonna get that sucker back to the table here um probably this weekend um before my son goes off back to college next week and hopefully uh we'll get him to help supposedly it's a little easier than less people you had we were maxed out and the lady yeah. that demoed it said it is harder the more people you have and i guess it's intended to be that way but really fun game i really did enjoy it um also i picked up the quest for el dorado and um i was really happy because the we played this at the board game library and it just had all these tiny little cards and even my daughter's like oh small cards and I was like, yeah, it kind of sucks. But it was kind of good because the marketplace for that game is so large. That's like it was good. The cards are small. But I opened up my edition and I was surprised that they're full size cards. And the weird thing was, is that I've got the game I bought at the con is in two languages. So there's two different manuals. Okay. And then the, there's two sets of cards. And I was like, man, there's so many cards. And I realized as I opened up one of the other packs, I was like, wait a minute. Why why is this in a different language? And I was like, wait, I've already got these cards. And I was looking, I was like, oh, it's two sets of cards, one in a different language. Um, And then there was a promo pack in the game. And then I got another promo pack from buying it at at the con. So I was like, sweet, I got, yeah, I got a bonus as I wasn't even expecting. then what the very first thing I did when we got there, I went straight to the Roxley booth to pick up Dice Throne Santa versus Krampus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the only Dice Throne game that I was missing. Um, and you guys have probably heard me tell the story where I tried to buy a copy on eBay and that guy tried to scam me with a $11 Disney game. Um, thankfully, eBay Wait, came he tried through. tried to scam you? He tried. He did. <laughs> Well, he didn't successfully because I got my money back and I got a free game. <laughs> well, he <laughs> got your money, played. so he did scam you. So, well, well, assume, whatever. Assuming, assuming. Um, hopefully yeah. eBay gets their money back, too. So, yeah, but uh, I did get that. I was very happy um, to get that. And my daughter and I sat immediately like that day, sat down and played it. Um, nice. I, we picked up another game we played in the library. Wait, it was Point standalone. Salad. Yeah, all, all of the Dice Throne boxes, you can play 
they all come with like two characters at a minimum, two characters mm-hmm. right? that you, cause the game is basically a one V one. That's kind of what it's meant to be. It's like, I call it battle Yahtzee. Um, but it's also, it's not a deck builder, but you do have a deck of cards that you shuffle all up. So everything's there. And then you just are drawing from that deck. You always have like five cards in your hand. Uh, I think there's a max of six. You start with four, but there's like a max of six or seven at the end of your hand, uh, at the end of your turn. But um, so you're always, you can always draw in a new card every, at the start of every round, you get um, combat points to use to spend. You got to have these points on some of the cards. The cards will cost combat points and they do various different things and you use them at different times, but you're rolling dice to attack. You can play the game with more than one person. And I've done it before. It's, it's not that hard. Uh, it's just, you just, instead of, you know, always attacking the guy sitting across from you, you, when you roll your attack dice, you like announce who you're attacking. So we, we've done four player where it's all, you know, all, all the all. So we're just all against each other. Um, and it's fun. Just takes a little bit longer. And then sometimes people get upset because it's like, why is everyone picking on me? But um, Dice Throne is absolutely a fantastic game. So this was a came out this last Christmas, uh, December of 2022, uh, special edition of Santa versus Krampus. And it's not available in the stores. Supposedly, they're going to bring it back out this coming Christmas. But uh, I secured my copy while I was there. Yeah. So, and they gave me, um, I got a uh, promo pack that allows me to use these characters in the Dice Throne Adventures, which is the big campaign game. So now I can take them in as well. <coughs> and there's card specifics for them. Um, so that was really cool. And they actually gave me a free deck of playing cards as well. Uh, let's see where else. Uh, oh, point salad. So my daughter yeah. and I picked this up at the library because I checked out point city at the booth. Um, oh gosh, who makes this game? I know who it is and I'm drawing a blank. Um, isn't that AEG? I think it is. Yeah. Point they make city, Cascadia. Point city is their new one. <laughs> That's AEG, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I they're, they're it was. both age. Well, it's done by Flat something. Oh, let me look it up. Um, flat Out Games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Flat Out Games. And I, okay, I want to say Flat Out. So there's like four designers, um, or three designers, four designers, something like that. They're the ones that did, um. Point Salad, and okay. they together designed Point City, and they did a couple other games. There's another game that they did. Let's see if I could see it. Well, I was so I got like a demo of 10. Point yeah. City, yeah. And um, so we played Point Salad, and my daughter just and I both just really loved it. We had a lot of fun, so I bought it's that. a fun game. It is. It's a really yeah. easy. Yeah. Easy to learn, fun to play. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then Sky Team. So I did get my copy after I got my Thunder Road Vendetta. I walked over and 
Uh, my daughter and, and Franco were still in line. They were in a very long line to get Sky Team. And that total wait took an hour and 40 minutes just to get that one game. But by the time I got over there, they had had cards in their hand that were guaranteeing them one copy. And so I, I told my daughter she could, she took my big, huge Thunder Road box and she just wanted to go sit down. So she took that and went to our, found us all a table. And I got in line where I just took her spot and stood there the rest of the time to get Sky Team. Now, Sky Team is a really cool co op game, but it's, you can't talk during the game. So what, so what it is, is one of you plays a pilot, the other plays the co pilot. And like the pilot has blue dice, the co-pilot has orange dice and you've got these little covers like shields. So you can't see what each other's dice rolls are. The object of the game is you only got so many turns or rounds to land your airplane um, at an airport. And there will be like um, in the basic game, the easiest way to play there's some airplanes on approach and um, you got to place a die to like turn the plane left or right. And you got to control the speed of the engines and you have to apply brakes and flaps and communicate to the other airplanes. So you can talk strategy, but once you roll the dice, you're not to talk anymore. And there's this board out in front of you. It's pretty thick cardboard. I actually put the thing together today. It was very interesting, very unique how this thing went together. Um, but uh, so like, and, and you go back and forth on who's first each round. So the pilot starts and my daughter rolled four, four dice and I couldn't see what she had. I think it's four dice, it's four or five. And so she puts, and, and it's like, there's two things that are mandatory every round. And that is that you have to, place a dice on the, the, the turn and you put a dice on the engines. So like at first we thought you had to do those first and second. Um, but it was like, no, it's mandatory to be done, but you don't have to do it first, but we were doing that. Maybe that was, maybe that was helpful to us, but she would put like a, like a, a four on for the turn. And then so I have to put a dice out. Now, she can't see my dice. So once she puts that out, say a four, if I put a two down, that means the airplane's going to turn twice towards her. So if and you start out level, so now think of it tipping like twice, like, you know, probably 20 degrees. Right. And if you tip too far, you you know, you're going to crash. So it's like if if you get too far apart, you're going to basically crash the plane. And so then I got to put, and if I can put a four down as well, then we stay level. If I put a five down, then it's going to tip one notch towards me. And that's okay on this round. But it, but when you were, when you were on your last thing and you're landing, you, your plane needs to be leveled out. So then you do the engines and then the, the engines are controlling how fast there's a, there's, so there's two tracks that kind of slide um, on under the board, one of them is the distance to the airport. So, and then when she puts a dice down, and I put one down, and then it's like you you have to add the dice. No, 
This one, I think you subtract the dice. I can't remember. We only played it once, but there's this thing like you, you, you either add or subtract and how your number comes between a certain number on the board. It kind of dictates how, how you're moving, you know, how fast or slow you're moving forward. Um, and then as that track moves, these airplanes will get closer to you. There's like these little airplane tokens on this track. And so the pilot can communicate as well with a turn and with a dice. And then basically you, you, as long as you put your dice in the communication spot, you can take one of the airplanes off, but the dice has to be the, the planes are in these little grids essentially in front of you. So if there's a plane, that's two spots in front of you, you have to put a number two dice on there. So if you don't have the dice, to communicate, to get them out of the way, you're going to crash into them and, and, and lose. Um, the co-pilot actually has two comm, so they can also talk. They have the ability to do it two times. And then there's the, 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 the co-pilot has to put flaps down. Um, so, and you have to roll certain dice. And, and so when you land, like all the, all the flaps got to be down, the brakes all have to be down or the, the, the gear down, the brakes applied, you know, and you got to be level by time, by time. And, and so on the left track, as you're closing, clo approaching the airport, you got to get to the airport and make sure you don't run into airplanes on the right-hand side track. That's, that's, you're basically descending and that's kind of their round counter, so I think you start out at like 7,000 feet. So once you both have done your turns of dice, that moves forward. Now you're, you've come down, you're at 6,000 feet. By the time you get down to touching down, you want to be at the, you want to be over the airport at that point and you want to be level and all that type of stuff and braking and everything. So it was really fun. And I, I, we really enjoyed it. And I'm like, and the guy was like, there's, there's additional things like this was the easiest version, um, but um, he's like, there's things like you have to turn and you'll you'll go to different airports and there's different requirements and there's going to be different things that happen. And I was like, OK, so I thought it was just going to be these little cards that you slide under and swap out. No, I opened the box today and I was like, there's all other types of boards and all kinds of things. And I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot more to this than what we saw. So. Really looking forward to getting in back into to to play more Sky Team, and it, we had a lot of fun. And it's it nice. It's pretty simple, but um, and this game's not out yet. I think it comes out real soon, though. Um, I believe yeah. it's coming out before the end of the year. Yeah, it's got an anticipated well, it's fall anticipated release in October. So okay, October, November, something like that. So. I'll definitely get some more in. Um, so if anyone wants to know more about it before it comes out, hopefully I can give you a little more info on the game. It's a lot of fun. All right. Um, also, I picked up Dogman, 20,000 Fleas Under the Sea, the board <laughs> game. I got that for my youngest son. He loves those books. And he yeah. was so excited today. I gave, you know, he he did, he punched all the stuff out and was read, read how to play. And I, we didn't get the chance to play today. It's been crazy. First day back at work after being oh, yeah. gone and just so much going on, but uh, we'll, we'll get this played this week. Um, so I got that for him. Um, then I got this game called that's not a hat. This was the one that was a pain in the butt to get for free. Uh, we happened to walk by the Ravensburger booth and they were handing out at one point they were handing out these little packs, these little pink packs 
of cards and there, and, and then a, like a postcard with it. And it was like, get the retail game free if you do this. And we went through the stupid steps and got it. And probably will never play the game. We were pretty frustrated at the, the demo, <laughs> which was not, not very, none of that was thought out very well, but um, I picked up Ole Guacamole just when I was standing in line to get Sky Team. It was there, and my my two older kids like avocados, and it's it's shaped like an avocado, so I picked it up. <laughs> okay, and then so that's what I got for games. The I did uh, we my daughter and I played Exploding Kittens, Good versus Evil, and so I did. I think I mentioned that earlier. We did buy that one online, and I ordered her Waffle Time. Um, the other thing where I spent a lot of money was I found the Meeple Source booth. Oh, oh boy, man! But you know what? I'm so I sat here today and I I bought I bought Dice Throne Season One and Two upgraded components. So it's like all those um, little cardboard round little cardboard cutouts that are for like your powers and stuff in the game. Sure, yeah. I got all these really nice like shiny like rock like type of component upgrades for it. They're just so nice. And then I I got opened up my Lords of Waterdeep and got rid of the the cardboard coins and all the little colored cubes and I put the very expensive meeples in there um to represent all those get rid of all the cubes and I put metal coins in my game now. And then uh I bought for wingspan, I replaced all the little cubes with wooden birds, um, real birds. So like bald eagles, someone can be a cardinal. I got blue jays. I got um, yellow meadow larks or something, um, puffins. So everybody can have these really nice um, trackers for their game. Um, and then I also bought food like wooden food, really nicely painted and detailed. Um, got rid of all the cardboard little things for that. And I bought a tray um, for wingspan that, that all that food fits in. Cause I was using these, they, the game came with like these little single little, like a single tray. It was clear plastic and you'd, you'd you could store the stuff in it, but you'd have to mix things and then you'd pop the lid off and then you'd use like, you'd have to, sort out the two things that were in the tray and put one in the lid and one in the base to use that, you know, on the table. Well, this now everything's in, a, I got a six component tray with a lid and they all are in their own little spot. So I can just take the lid off, put the tray on the table and we're done. Um, when it's all done, you put your components back in the right spot, put the lid on and put it right back in the box. It's, it's just like so much nicer. And then the birdhouse, that's the dice tower, essentially, and it's a it's a wooden birdhouse. I, I had a cardboard one. Well, I bought a wooden one and uh, that, okay. that actually folds down and stays together. And um, I put that together and put that in my box today. And yeah, I bought so I bought games and I bought component upgrades. <laughs> so I, yeah. I but yeah, that stuff can add up. <laughs> Oh, dude the the lords of Waterdeep alone was, was like more than three games that two games yeah that yeah yeah i think i showed you the price of just those mm -hmm. yeah those ones but you know what it was like those three games 
are like my favorites that I have. Yep. And those are things that's like, to me, it absolutely pays off. It just makes the game more enjoyable. Um, and it's worth it. I, cause even when I saw the price, cause when I saw the Lords of Waterdeep meeples, I was like, yes, I grabbed the bag of them. And, and before I bought them, I happened to actually see the price of them. And I was like, whoa, whoa, that's insane. And I put them back. And uh, cause everything else I thought was really good priced. I thought it was right. fair. That one was insanity, but I, I thought about it overnight and I went back the next day <laughs> and I went straight to that booth and I grabbed them. I'm like, I want them because I knew that if I didn't get them, that I would be, I would be sad or upset that I didn't it's just like you said, when you have it in your hand, you know, and I don't regret when I put them in there today. I don't regret it at all. I'm like, these are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're not all the same either. Like the clerics and stuff. It's instead of it's just a white little cube, I've got, there's many different types and shapes and they're painted and they just look really good. So it's worth it. Oh, heck yeah. To me, it is. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if they're hand painted or something. I probably turned out it's just probably a sticker, <laughs> but it looks like they're painted, yeah. but I didn't get yeah. that close of a look at it. No, I, I don't know if, if they're hand painted, then it's definitely worth the price, but it's probably not hand painted. So, but that, that's what I got. And that's a, it's a good amount of stuff. Oh, so yes. well, so actually, I was gonna ask something, but I think I'll ask it later. But uh, you know, how did you? I'm just curious. So this is your first one um, that that you've gone to. I yeah. I know that we talked about it a bunch <laughs> over the past couple of shows. But uh, in terms of being there, like, how was it versus expectations? Like, did you think you'd play a lot more games? Did you turn? Did it turn out to be totally different than like what you thought it was going to be? Or no, I think it was very much on par with what I expected. The Doing demos and stuff, I think, knowing that I knew I could go and check out games, um, I, there was something, there was a couple, I not have never been there. I think I am so grateful that I went with you because it is such a large thing and there is so much going on that I was lost and... Like I would, I remember I kept going to stuff. Like I was, I remember texting you at one point going, Oh, Haley and I are over at the stadium. We're going to go to the library. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I think that's a paid event. And I was like, what? I'll look it up. And it was. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know that. And there was something else you told me. It's like, well, that's, you got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. Um, and then everything, there's just so much to do. And I was so lost in that building. And you're just like, Oh, go here, go there, go there, go there. 
I'm like, you know that place by the like the back of your hand. And then I was like, there oh, a I couple two tree times. Couple two tree, yes. And I remember at one point I was like, okay, I know where that's at. You're like, you know where that like lunar lander thing is, the balloon thing. And I was like, okay, I know where that's at. And then I went that way. But when we got there, we came from a completely different direction than I thought we were going to come to it. So then I was like, oh, crap, I'm all turned around. Now I really don't know where to go. <laughs> was this like when we were leaving that one day? Because I know you guys were like going with us, then you disappeared. And I'm like, I have no idea where they were going. Because I remember, oh, no, I think you were saying that you were going by the stadium. And I'm like, well, follow us. We're going halfway there. And then. I. I know I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. All right. But at one point okay. you were giving me directions and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. I remember that. I know where that's at. But in my mind, I was coming towards that thing from a certain direction. And then when we got there, we were coming at it from a very different direction. Right. And I was like, crap. So it's like, I was so turned around in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it it is, it's confusing. There is so much you can do. And this, I, this isn't a fault of Gen Con or anything. It's just, it's so big and there's so much happening that it's just like for someone new to try to figure it out, I, I wouldn't have known what to do, Yeah, you know? And so I was so grateful that I had someone there that knew what they were doing that I could just kind of, you know, tag along and you show me the ropes. And um, it's been great because now it's like, okay, I know next year, I do probably want to spend, I'd probably want to spend a whole day or at least half a day at the game library. Um, and what happened, what I didn't know is when we got over there, we went into the stadium at like two in the afternoon. And by the time I got the tickets, it was two 30 when we showed up over there. And I didn't know it, but the thing, and I paid like 20 bucks for us to get into this thing. And the guy's like, oh, well, you got to have a pass and all that. And I said, no, we did. I bought him and I showed him. And he's like, oh, well, this we this closes in an hour and a half. I was like, well, what did I just pay 20 bucks for? Well, it turns out the an thing. An hour. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, it was like the game library opened at 8 a.m. And you pay for an eight-hour chunk of time. So for 10 bucks, you got eight-hour access to this library. And you can just sit at their tables and you can check you can only check out one game at a time but they had so many games oh yeah and i was just like my daughter wanted to do the same thing she her thing was she thought we were going to play more games than we did so she really wanted to play more like she would have loved going to the ag event Mm -hmm. um and i we could have but i was that was the second night and i was I'll be honest. I was pretty tired because I didn't get, I didn't get any night to f- sleep the first night, and I didn't get a whole lot the second night. <laughs> you know, you're in a strange place. You're traveling. You're excited about this, all this happening. And, you know, I was pretty tired Friday night, but okay. I, if I do go next year, which I am considering, <laughs> I'm already thinking about it. <laughs> um, I would definitely want to go to that event this time. Yeah, the AEG. Um, I would want to get there early one day and do like the eight hours of just we're just going to sit here and play games that, you know, um, 
and maybe do that like on the third day, you know, uh, where, cause the first two days you're fighting to get everything, um, would like to go and maybe do some of those demos or see some things like there was the call of duty board game, but I think that was an event that you had to get a ticket to go into the private rooms on the sides to see like the, you know, that convention center has so many rooms and I don't think I went into, I think I went into one. Yep. I was in that main retail space or the, the big halls where all the tables are where we were playing the most of the time. So because when, even ahead of time, you were talking to me about the event catalog and here's about, you know, what are the vendors are going to be there and, you know, and it didn't make any sense, you know, now that I've been there, now I kind of understand, oh, an event is not um, going to see a panel or going to like the AEG big box event an event is anything that happens outside of that retail hall. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes an event is like playing a full game of Battletech or something. Right, you know, yeah. With, with miniatures so, where it's like a three-hour block or, yeah. Right, yeah, because like, like Franco went, he went over, he he saw uh, Scythe. There was, they were, you know, it was just a table over from us. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go over there and, see if I can play it. And he got us over there and the guy's like, you got to have a ticket. And he's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, it's like $2. You got to get a ticket. And they did have someone that didn't show up. So he ran over and got a ticket, came back and showed him the guy's ticket. And he sat down and he was playing. He learned how to play scythe for like three hours. So right. yeah. And it's like, I was wanting to do the same with Thunder Road because it was like, I did the demo for about five minutes, but I really would like to be, we, I know we were all talking about let's get in, but you got to book that crap way in advance. You know, it's really hard to do it on the fly. So there's a lot yeah. of things we couldn't do. Um, like my daughter and I, we were going to go back Saturday and to the, the board game library. It was completely sold out. You know, and she was bummed out. And then I was bummed out because I wanted her to have fun, you know, and do things with her too that she liked. So yeah. she wasn't as much about going through the retail space. She didn't really care for that. Too many people, too much. Car- she doesn't care. She just enjoys sitting down and playing games. Yep. So that, that she loved the most. <laughs> so she doesn't have the acquisition disorder that her dad does. Exactly. <laughs> so. Um, no, but I get it. Yeah. I, I, I have, so I learned a lot, but that was because, I, you know, you, you were there to, you know, guide me through it. It, it can be overwhelming. I can't imagine just going there by myself and not having someone to kind of explain things. Yeah. It, it's, woof. No, yeah. So. First, first time you go, you don't really know what to expect. And it is, it is large. And, uh, you know, I've got my thing that I, that I personally like to do, like, my ideal thing is to show up there on Thursday and then do a quick hit of the things that I want to get in in order of importance to me, right? So the thing that I want the most, get that first, second, third, or whatever. Then potentially even like just tear through the hall really fast, the exhibit hall, 
and just kind of look at everything and then see the things that you thought that like either you didn't know were going to be there or you missed or weren't expecting. And then you kind of know like, well, you know, maybe I want to play this game here. Maybe I want to do that. Maybe I want to do that. Cause the thing is, it's like, especially if you're looking to get stuff, you know, with the acquisition disorder, if you're looking yeah. to, if you're looking to pick up all that stuff, it's, um, you know, you're, you're on a time crunch, a huge time crunch because, you know, if you snooze, you lose like with the majority of that stuff. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cause a lot of that stuff, you know, you got to hit it super early or, you know, there might be a short window of like an hour or two. And, you know, if you're sitting there being pokey, <laughs> you're going to be waiting yeah. for your pre-order to come in December instead of getting your shiny new game that sits on the shelf for four months anyway, because you don't have time to play it. I don't know what I'm mm. talking about there. But uh, yeah, and, and then you know, you can kind of take it easy and play games like this, this year, which was, uh, kind of odd. Yeah. It was like a two day affair doing the, the big hall and then kind of like a splattering of stuff afterwards. But there was only like one thing I think that I didn't get that I wanted to get. And that, that was that, uh, seesaw paper game. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that was like the only thing that I really feel like I missed out on, but I'm okay with it. It's not like a huge deal. Um, yeah, for some reason this year, like I didn't get a whole lot. Um, I don't know. It just, I there wasn't like all this stuff that I had to have like in previous years. Maybe it was just like the release schedule of the games or maybe just my tastes have changed. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, so the other thing is now that you've gone through this for <laughs> your first time, you know, for next year, now you have a better idea. It's like, you know, you know, you know, the layout and, you know, you can get around a lot better. And then, you know, like the additional stuff that, that you kind of want to do because honestly we scratch just the surface right and you can literally be there all day from open to close and the big halls and the event stuff you know those go i'd say most end by midnight i mean you can be there like 12 14 hours a day and yeah. still like just barely scratch the surface of of what's fully there right everything from you know like like they had that cosplay parade while we were while we were playing oh like, yeah you know they have that and you know they have that like huge food truck area which they actually moved a couple blocks down over by the stadium it was right outside that hall like you know that area that uh they were doing the magic the gathering card stacking they were building the towers of the cards, you know. What I'm oh about? yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, normally the food trucks are straight out those glass doors, right there. But 
this year they moved them down by the stadium because of construction. I would not be surprised if they keep them down there um, going forward or at least do a split thing. But, uh, oh, on a side note, I thought I read something today that they're building a three-acre expansion. They broke ground this week or today to build a three-acre expansion to the convention center. Oh, wow. So... I, I can't even imagine where that's at. But, uh, yeah, supposedly that's going to be starting. There's going to be a new hotel built, so that'll probably help. But, uh, but man, staying down there is, like, so expensive. I, I yeah, I loved staying with, with Franco yeah. and his family. But yeah, that was nice. I was like, it would have been nice if we could all just, like, stay downtown. Mm-hmm. It would be so great to just be able to walk across the street and you're, you're boom. And not have to worry about driving, and um, you know, I think you guys had to drive and park and pay. Yeah, and, we were like twenty, and, twenty-five minutes away. Yeah, we were. I mean, well, we were half hour away too. But yeah. I mean, but it was like his wife drove us and picked us up every day. I was like, oh man, how amazing! Like I, him and his wife were so amazing. Yeah, such great. amazing oh. people. Yeah, and I was just like. I couldn't believe she did that every day for us, drove us in and picked us up whenever we call. I was just like, man, you know, they just, it was just so nice. But I was just like, wouldn't it be great if we could just go across the street and you crash, you know, you're done and you get up whenever you want. You you come across back the next morning, just walk across the street. You don't have to worry about driving and stuff. And so, but it is, it's so expensive. And if I, I honestly wouldn't have been able to go if it wasn't for them letting me we stay with them and mm-hmm. it just would have just been too expensive so yeah because i'm very yeah, grateful for that yeah staying downtown yeah it's <laughs> depending on you know where and stuff like that yeah you can expect like 400 a night which is why a lot of people share right so they'll cram like or, you know, a whole bunch of people into one room kind of split the cost a little bit, but, but yeah, it's like the best deal is like 200, which is, I guess like, I don't say average. I mean, for some places, especially like, like business travel, 200 a night is common. Right. But, but yeah, 400 plus. Man, that's yeah, it's insane, man. Yeah, especially when you're going to be there like, you know, four nights. That's that's a lot. It's a lot of games you could buy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why we always stay like really far out, like up by Carmel, or it's usually like twenty, thirty minute drive, and you know, it's part of the experience. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's just something that you get used to. Although this is the first time that we stayed uh, southeast, yeah, we were normally north of uh, of uh, the convention center, so this is a little different. But uh, but yeah, yeah. Moving forward, it's like you you know more events and things like that, how to plan out, you know, see what you like, stuff that you might want to actually try. But still, even then, you know, there's only so much you can do every day. And, you know, it's, you almost need to pick and choose. Pick and choose what's important to you. And then, 
roll with that. Because either way, yeah. you're going to have a good time no matter what. Oh, yeah. I I had so much fun. Heck yeah. Oh. So I can say confidently, unless something crazy happens, that we're going next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's faux show. But uh yeah, I, I know like after after like some stuff like this, you know, you're kinda burned out initially after uh you know all the craziness for like a couple of days, whatnot. And then, you know, after six months go by, you forget all about that and you're raring to go. Yeah. You're ready for the next one. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to it again, and yeah, hopefully it would be cool if we can get the same group to go down. Yeah, that would be absolutely. Yeah, I bet we could. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What else well, in do fact, we have? Franco already said he he wants to make it a yearly thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, I. I, I usually go uh, with my son and then uh, our buddy Jay and then his girls and stuff. And we were actually talking about it where this is the fourth or fifth time that I think we've gone. And the girls actually have, they're, they're teenage girls. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they have, um, they have their thing, right? Their their stuff that, you know, we kind of plan to do where we've been doing it consistently year after year. And it's definitely a tradition. It's like, it's almost expected. Like, do not deviate from <laughs> from the plan. Yeah, it's like, you know, we're going to go to dinner over here. We're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. Going to go to big game night. And, uh and it's cool. It's cool. And it's definitely enjoyable, too. Actually, do you think uh, your daughter would want to go again? Or is she really turned off by no the whole, um, the whole shopping thing? No. she. Um, I think she wants to go again. That's what it sounds like. Okay. She's already like, well, I'll be home, um, you know, to be during her break. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Oh. And we already know the dates is what August first through the fourth, I think, is what I read today. So, so we can look forward to what twenty four ish episodes from now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing Gen Con twenty twenty four. There you go. Yeah, I'm. I pretty sure I'm gonna probably do it again so but i think i do think next year i won't i won't spend as much what that, that's my prediction that's my prediction but just stay I've away from meeple so source i'd yeah that well not let me just <laughs> I, i'm I just like <laughs> rolling my eyes like crazy right now you are just you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about you said like stay babbling. away from meeple source yeah 
I just went, I was, while this whole conversation was oh, going on, no, I was you're on their website. site, oh. and I just bought three more things. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hit pay, um, not a minute before you said stay away from them. <laughs> I just spent another well, $123. No, so I, I, can, I can say that you probably don't need to go there because you'll have everything already. You'll exactly, be like, yeah. You'll be like their Northwest warehouse campus. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, oh. I'm dis- I'm the disaster recovery meeple source warehouse. I have all the products, one of each, like the seed, like the seed bank. <laughs> yeah, that they have, or whatever. But uh, yeah, the 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 thing is. Once it gets time to Gen Con time, it kind of starts over again. There's like a new cycle of games and new hotness. And, you know, I don't know if you'll be, I don't know if you'll be hitting the Meeple Source, but I, I, I there's going to be other games that you'll get, I think. I'm, I'm pretty oh, yeah, but I just don't think it'll be as much. Mm. I hope not. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to go get that equity line of credit or something or take a second mortgage out on the house before. Why do you need yeah. this? I'm going to Gen Con. <laughs> yeah. You're you're sitting on the corner with your tin cup, shaking it with a change in there. <laughs> I need ticket for board games. I need change for board games. <laughs> Can you spare some money for board games? Yeah. Oh, man. No, no it, um, was, it was awesome. Yeah, it. I just can't think if there was anything else I wanted to. It was just so much. It was awesome. It was a great time. If anyone isn't gone, go. You know, especially if you're local, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you just want to see it for one day, I mean, I don't think a one day pass is very expensive. Um, if you want to see everything, you're gonna need. Uh, you're going to need to get the four day pass and go every day and you probably still won't see everything. So just be aware yeah. But um, it is a great time. And uh, one of the guys in line was like, he's like, this is like Disneyland for me. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can see why this is, it was exciting. And it was weird because like by the third day I was tired. Um, and I kind of felt bad because like w- you were teaching us your favorite board game, Castles of Burgundy. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I kept yawning. And I'm just like, I'm like, I feel so bad. It's like you I'm not 23 bored. times. I counted all of I them. was probably close to that. Yeah. Um, and it was like, man, he's gonna think I'm like don't like the game. I was just like so tired by that point. And I was like really kind of like, man, I'm I'm ready to go home. You know, I was tired, hot. Um, and then I got up and I did want to go. I was enjoying the game, and I I do I do want to play it some more. Um, there were some things that I do. I, to me, maybe at that time too, it was like, I was just felt like, man, I, I can't keep up with what's going on. But I, I, I remember you said something about you saw it. So I went to try to find it back in the retail right before, you know, we were leaving for the, for, for good. And I remember walking back in there and I was just like, all of a sudden I was like, Oh man, it's over. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was kind of bummed. And I actually ended up buying a couple more things. That's that last round through is where Retail I picked therapy. up the game for my son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I picked up, uh, I think that's when I got the Dorf Romantic. And I picked up a couple of things. I was like, just like, no, I got to keep it going. <laughs> but I did feel like, man, it sucks. It's over. You know, all this build up and then it just went by so fast. Yeah, and, no, I know. So, yeah, it's because we don't go on Sunday usually. Right. At the end of Saturday night, it is, I don't say like bittersweet, but it's like, like you said, it's. Yeah, this is the end, and like everybody's gonna go home. It's it's kind of like the last day of school, if you remember that from like high school, that stuff where it's like you're sad that it's over, but you're also happy at the same time. It's like you're, yeah, you're glad to be going home because it's always nice to go home and everything. Yeah. And uh, I, I do have to say, like one thing that I was like craving when i got home is like fruit and salad <laughs> it's like i ate oh. so garbagey the entire time oh oh my god i ate nothing but crap Haley was like miserable she's just like i ate so much because she's been like just working out and going to the gym and all this and she's mm -hmm. been doing just you know and then this trip and it was she was just like eating all kinds of garbage and and she's just like I feel so miserable. And I was like, but Haley, we're on vacation. Calories don't count on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, she had a really good time. So, yeah, and I good, did too. Good, so good. I, I kind of expect that we'll probably be back next year, <laughs> Yeah, but I'll have to spend more time at the game library <laughs> <laughs> and at the AEG big box event. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So I want to add that to the list next time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get tickets early and we, so we don't have to worry about uh, trying to get in there without tickets. But, you know, even though that is, that is doable. Yeah. Well, we'll try again. Yeah. We'll try again next year. Yeah. So until 2024. Yeah, maybe uh, actually one thing, I, I know we mentioned this briefly, but we should get, uh, see if we can get Brun and uh, Franco maybe on next time or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to do, probably have to do a different time because Brun just changed jobs. That's fine. So I don't think, uh, and you guys are so far in front of me. You're yeah. already into Tuesday. I'm still at Monday. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I <laughs> We're recording this on different days. Yeah, that's the magic of the internet. Yeah. We're just that cool. You're you're in the future. Yeah. Magical. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, um is that about it for Gen Con 2023 or there's something else you want to Talk about. I, you know, as soon as we're done, I'll be like, oh, I wanted to talk about this. I, there, this, we've been talking about it for like two hours. I, you know, we talked about the, I, so the only thing I'll say is a couple other things that I did try there. 
I did play Dixit, the Disney edition. I've heard Dixit's like this huge popular game. I don't get it, man. I <laughs> did not see the appeal of this at all. Oh yeah. I won. I won the game we played. You did the demo. <laughs> I won, but I was just like, whatever. I it was. I thought it was so boring. Like I don't know why. There's a million versions of it. Yeah. Um, what yeah, I, I, I don't played a. I don't care for it myself either. I mean, it's I. I see the creativity of it, but yeah, not not my speed. I think that was the only one I played, and I was like, not buying this. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I did see. Uh, I did check out. Is it called Aerodrome or something? It's like a airplane card battler thing that I almost kickstarted, but I was one of those. I was like, mm, I don't know, and I'm really glad I didn't kickstart it. Because yeah. I, I saw it, I went right to the booth. I'm like, ooh, show me it, show me it. It wasn't like 30 seconds later, I was like, okay, how do I get out of here? Yeah, gotta <laughs> Without go. Without being a total jerk. And the guy yeah. kept talking, he kept talking, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I am not interested in this at all. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I was really glad I didn't back that one. Because I almost did. So, but um, yeah, it was a... Uh, good opportunity to check things out before you buy. So that's nice. But yeah, other than that, I just had a fantastic time. Or you could just be like me, like I'm just going to buy it and try my version. I don't need to get it taught to me. (laughs) Skip the demo, go straight to purchase. (laughs) I, I thought it was pretty cool. I did get to see. So when I started to get into the board game thing, one of the YouTube channels that I watch is foster the meeple. And it's uh, this husband and wife of Jamie and Jeff. And I watch them all the time. And I really like their videos. I think they're funny. Yeah. And they were there. And I did didn't see, see him. Oh. But I did see her. I did talk to her for a minute. Just told her, hey, enjoy the show that you guys do. And and she's like, yeah. And she was talking about how her husband was not working. And she was working a booth. And I'm just like, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was nice to just like, Hey, I've met this person and I would have liked to meet her husband. I, I saw her twice actually. Cause I went back on um, the last day I went back by that booth and she was still working. And I was like, who's Jeff here? I want to say hi to him, but he wasn't. So, um, he was out playing probably, mm-hmm. but, um, it was neat to see. And I know Franco was like, as soon as we walked in one of the people, he started watching some things to kind of gear up. And one of the people, one of the videos he watched, as soon as we walked in the dorm day one, he's like, hey, that's the guy I just watched on YouTube uh, yesterday about the 25 things to do at Gen Con. <laughs> yeah. So he went up and actually talked to the guy and the guy, he's like, the guy gave him a patch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I was like, so he really thought that was cool that he was seeing some, you know, we're going to see some personalities that of people we've watched or listened to. I'm like, that's really cool. So. So. No, yeah, I I saw a couple people as well. And, oh, uh, I saw. Um, oh, I totally forgot his name now. Tom Vassell from the Dice Throne. Mm-hmm. I didn't say hi to him. He was actually by himself. We were outside. We were walking over for lunch to get lunch at the the food truck area, and he was out just walking. And he was by himself, and I was like, and we kind of walked, kind of crossed paths, and I was gonna say hi. But I'm always so weird about that. I just like, no, I want to bug the guy. This guy's probably been having that crap all day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I was just to say, hey, Tom, how you doing? But I didn't. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, I did see him and I was hoping to see a couple others from the dice throne at the booth, but I didn't see the people I was looking for over there, but yeah, um, I did see their booth and yep. it was kind of, again, nice to see. Cause I do like to watch the dice tower. Yeah. It's interesting. Like how their booth has grown over the years. It used to be a lot smaller. Now it's pretty darn big. They got tons of people. It's yeah. It's uh yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I saw a bunch of those guys. I saw um there's a podcast called The Spiel. These uh these guys from indie actually doing it's long, long episodes. I, I saw one of the guys actually as we were leaving Saturday night, uh heading back to the car. I, I saw him outside um over on what, Georgia Street. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, hey, he looks familiar, <laughs> and uh, that 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 was kind of cool. I've I, I've seen him before; it's a couple years back, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it is cool to to see those people, and uh, you know, maybe someday they'll uh, go, hey, hey, Mark, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 Mark and Rob from this board game live. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, I'll be like, dude, chill out, man. Yeah, we're just people. We're just normal people, mm-hmm. just like you. And then we'll be looking at each other, smiling like, ha, 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 we're so much better. Yeah, we have faces <laughs> for radio. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. So no. anyway, glad you had a good time. It was awesome talking about it. Nope. This is like our longest show so far, I think, isn't it? I yeah, approach. I knew it would be. That's why I was like, yeah. we're all coming up on two, so we should mm-hmm. probably wrap it up. I know it's late yeah, there. And so, absolutely. All right. So, I'm Rob. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next show in two weeks, where we're probably not going to talk about Gen Con, or maybe we will if we get Brun and Mark and Franco. Yeah, uh, we need we'll to try. See. Well, we should want we'll to yeah. do that. Yeah. Cool. All right. And I am Mark. Uh, we'll see you at the table. <laughs>